0: to God. Indeed. If this is something you uh, do or look forward to to turn on this radio show, I've had many radio shows like that in my life, still do, that I look forward to hearing people comment on the news or entorn me in some way. Sure, sure. Uh, I hope we're not letting you down. I feel the pressure. Mm. So, I was tweeting earlier um, yesterday when I heard this horrifying Friggin' story, the scumbag loser shooting up that little church,
1: that uh, stupid, angry coward. If
0: there was anything that could be done to stop this sort of stuff, I'd be in favor of it, whatever it is. But I don't know what it would be. Um, the only thing we've I've latched on to is the idea that it's 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 a, a contagion, an idea that's spreading in our society, and it, getting a lot of attention is is part of the problem. And they they addressed that some on Morning Joe on MSNBC this morning. It's such no that's a good debate as well doesn't
2: doesn't the cable media culture doesn't the talk radio culture doesn't the online culture that obsess over these shooters. Don't they just
1: create
0: yes more mass shooters in the future?
1: Yeah, it, you're taking a nobody and making them somebody for the first time after, in, mostly in their afterlife. And, and what we tend to see, and I think one of the first times I was on the show, we were talking about the contagion effect. You know, cascading violence that comes from this. People that are on the fence or have been thinking about this, when they see the constant media attention, it they gravitate towards it. And, and what we've seen now is it's almost not even a, a contagion or an outbreak. It's just consistent. It's constant. And it's always too soon to talk about it. Yeah. But the next attack is happening so soon we could never start talking about it That's by fair. that
0: logic. That's a former FBI agent who mm. absolutely believes the media attention, it's a contagion, and we're feeding it.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's as simple as y- you go through your life and there are things you think are things you could do and there are things you think you would never do. And if you see people doing things on the never-do list, They moved to the I could do them list. And there are actually sociological examples of this that I think are really, really compelling. You got uh, kids, uh, you know, in whatever downtrodden economic group, whether it's uh, poor white folks uh, gobbling up oxycontin or or black folks in the city or whatever, um, who've, who've never known anybody who've worked hard, gotten a college degree and excelled in their lives. And so they just don't see that as a possibility for a way to live their lives. And as soon as they have one role model who's done that, all of a sudden all those things become possible for them. And this is kind of the sick, discouraging side of that. There have been plenty of uh, stupid, angry cowards in the world, but they're not going to shoot up a church. Nobody would do that until somebody does it and somebody else does it.
0: And uh, I, I've, have you ever seen these examples in your own life? I have of... Um like a gr- a group of people that hang out and are single, some one one of the couples gets married, then all the couples start getting married. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it happen with divorces, where you got a bunch of people and one of the couples gets a divorce and all her friends get divorced. I've seen that happen. Happens with babies, um, just because you know it was babies getting divorced. It was it it didn't seem like a possibility. Now all of a sudden I don't uh, wow it is okay right. I'm telling you, as uh, one author we were quoting earlier said, it gives you permission, like really, really subconsciously. You were just given permission to do this sort of thing.
1: Well, and in the mind of the stupid, angry coward, remember sac that's the phrase S.A.C. In the mind of the stupid, angry coward, what they began, because I've known guys like this in their mindset, they look at other stupid, angry coward who shoots up a bunch of people and they think, well, my grievances are every bit as valid as his. So that's on the list of things that are appropriate for me to do. And the more you get of it, the more you you're gonna you see of it. I think it's entirely possible this sort of thing will quote unquote go out of fashion. And ten years from now, it never happens. Oh, I I, I know that will. I know that can happen.
0: I know that it can I, happen. I pray it will. I don't know if it will, but I know yeah. that it can happen. The book I read about anarchists in the early twentieth century. Uh, the bombing club—the was something like that. The Breakfast Club, no. Something, Which one had Anthony Michael Hall? Something club about people who were bombing stuff. But anarchy came and went like that. Mm. It just caught on. Um, people started killing, blowing people up, all in the name of something kind of squishy. And it, but it just seemed like this is something I can do as kind of an angry person who's not happy with my life, mm-hmm. uh, and a way to become somebody, and nobody becoming a somebody. And then it just went away. And it lasted like 40 years. And there are presidents assassinated, world leaders. And it had a role in starting World War One. I. I mean, it's just all over the world. Right. It was it was Muslim extremism of the day. I also think the Muslim extremism can go away to a certain extent the same way. Mm-hmm. It just it just kind of goes away. It's a virus that dies out.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's well, weird, I, and I hope this happens with these mass shootings. I'd certainly love to see that. And the uh, the other factor that, you know, it's and it's this is tough. Some of this stuff's squishy, and y'all just want to pass a law in a state house to think you'll end it because, you know, it's horrible. You don't want to deal with it. You don't want to see it. You're a sympathetic person. You're a decent person. So you're desperately clawing for solutions, and, and the simpler the better. But I'm telling you, all you have to do is study, uh, you know, any society or study psychology or anything like that, group psychology, for like 15 minutes, and you'll learn that there are mores, there are values that are, are uh, lionized, they're worshiped in a society, they're encouraged, and some that are discouraged. And we in the United States have gone from a society that absolutely worshipped self-reliance, toughness, resiliency, um, uh, the stiff upper lip, et cetera, to a a country that now, uh, I mean, especially among younger people, there is no more valuable currency than complaining and being a victim and crying out that you've been oppressed. I mean, it's a national craze to identify your grievances. In a way that was unthinkable 40, 50 years ago. Unthinkable. You'd, you'd have been, you know, immediately labeled and, and heckled and derided as a whiner and a complainer. The nation, and listen, this is intentionally silly, but the nation of John Wayne didn't want to hear you bitch. And we totally reversed that. And if you don't think that has significant repercussions in a society, I just think you're wrong. The, if, you, if you're if you too caught up in American society, w- look at some foreign society, some foreign culture, some little tribe somewhere. There are a hundred examples of this.
0: The Dynamite Club was the name of that book about anarchists and how it became a thing and then just went away. And I think that could happen with these mass shootings, I hope. Um, but uh, we could contribute to its going away by certainly not glorifying these people, which I think is, has stopped happening.
1: I think the the greed heads of the media are starting to rediscover their consciences, maybe, or maybe it's just that their more listeners and viewers have tuned into the Armstrong and Getty shows. We've been howling this for years. Told them stop making these people into anti heroes. Quit, quit glorifying them. Quit making them famous. Quit reading their list of gripes. Who gives an s? You, you, there, you know. I remember this at the time that I I had this thought, I want $50 million worth of publicity for my list of gripes, for my grievances, who's been mean to me, who I don't like, my ex-wife, blah, blah, blah. I want a $50 million ad campaign to publicize it. I don't have anywhere near $50 million, but you know what I do have? The ability to spill a lot of blood, and if I spill a lot of blood, NBC and CBS and ABC and Fox and MSNBC, they will give me my fifty million dollar ad campaign. Nothing I don't think counts so much as blood.
0: Speaking of the media, I don't think we're going to have time for this today. Google's mass shooting misinformation problem. Maybe we'll get to that tomorrow because this know. is an ongoing I tell... thing. I want to hear about it. Okay, we got, I'm the, anxious. we got the Donna Brazil stuff. We got to ah, get She's to a brilliant. mouthy
1: old hack. <laughs> Mouthy old hat. Plus, you got a Florida woman charged with DUI while riding her horse. What about that?
0: Uh, Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Must have been one drunk horse. This, this awful situation at the church, it's the first story I've ever taken in where I consciously was thinking about Russians, trolls, misinformation as I was taking in the info. Anyway, I think we got to all get trained to do that. I think we're going to have to. Let's do it. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Some kind of way out of here.
3: Say the joker to the thief. There's too much confusion. I can't get no relief. Business man there, the drink my wife. Donna Brazil went
0: on ABC this week yesterday. That's where she has been a uh, commentator for a long time. So, you know, they they got the get with her new book which is a good title for a book. That's a great title for a book. That's the title? Yeah. Huh. Because it's, you know, you got the computer hacking which played a big role oh. and then you got political hacks
1: which she was working with. It's right a good title. Yeah, okay. I think surprised that credit goes to some clever editor, I'm sure. So, listen, she's making the rounds now talking about her book which caused shockwaves through the political world, the hacks uh because she called number one uh Hillary and her campaign for buying called them on buying the DNC and how it was uh the the deck was stacked heavily in favor of Hillary in the uh the campaign because Hillary and company had, had agreed to pay off all the debts of the uh the DNC in return for being in charge of everything and and so Donna Brazile who I've been aware of for a long time she is a hack and she is
0: well, she was Al Gore's campaign manager in 2000,
1: so... Right. You know. Well, she but she's a political hack. She doesn't... She's just... She's one of those functionaries who's checked her soul at the door years ago. And the thing that annoys me about her is she is such an expert. She is so enthusiastic about playing the poor old black lady card when she's one of the most powerful people in America. And I tried to get the clip together, but I couldn't. Where where Megyn Kelly's asking her about... um about did you leak the town the, the town hall questions to hillary and donna says well i'm a christian lady and i know what persecution is well in her book she admits yeah i did it and i shouldn't have and i regret it so she's she's great at playing the victim card here's where who's uh, this interview with sean i can't remember uh this was from the abc george uh, no, was, right. okay so this is uh George asking, does she have any regrets about her stint this time as the interim DNC leader? And listen to this word salad. If you're if you're dieting, here's a delicious word salad to fill up your tummy.
3: Do I regret taking on a job uh, the second time in my life as chair of the party, cleaning up everybody's mess, taking all of the incoming, being unable to spend funds that I raise? Do I regret being on the road 100% of the time, being hacked by the Russians, being being harassed, getting death threats? Do I regret any of that? George, this was worse than Hurricane Katrina in terms of the emotional toll. But do what? I regret standing up for what's right, helping Hillary Clinton, helping the Democratic Party? And let me just say this, as somebody who went through the hacking experience, being able to tell the truth about what happened with the Russians, the attack on our government, do I regret any of that? No, I wish I so, could
1: have done more, George. You th- I'm sorry, what was
3: that you said? This was worse than Hurricane Katrina in terms of the emotional toll.
1: Wow! Well, I would suggest to anybody who died in Hurricane Katrina, are you looking for somebody to haunt? I have a nominee. Or have you lost family or property or the rest of it? She's just so great at playing the victim card. It's absolutely hilarious.
0: But it doesn't make her main point not true. In oh, that, no. In that the, the uh, primary for one party was fixed. They had decided Hillary Clinton was going to be on the nominee. She ran the DNC. She controlled all the money. As Donna Brazil mentioned, she was on the phone with them at one point saying, I'm not Patsy the Slave here looking for permission on how to spend money, which is a heck of a thing to say. Patsy the Slave. How about... Uh... How about your uh, travails? Worse than
1: slavery, Donna? <laughs>
0: That's a heck of a thing to say. She was quite shocked, as she told Stephanopoulos yesterday, when she went to spend some money on some ads for other down races, and uh, and she was told she had to clear it through Brooklyn. And she said, Brooklyn? So like a congressperson somewhere is running? Anybody, anywhere, right. anything that wasn't, well, even Hillary. Right. She is the DNC chair, and usually you, you're
1: you in control of that sort of thing. Had to clear it through Brooklyn. So somebody's in a tight race in Nevada? Donna Brazil has to call Hillary's people and say, "Can I spend 10 G's for some flyers?" That's amazing. Before Hillary had the nomination. Well, amazing.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and Elizabeth Warren said last week that the the whole thing was rigged. And she's you know the big star in the party right now. Let me hit you with one more Donna Brazil thing. While I'm thinking about it, because it's pretty good. Um, ba 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 ba.
1: Discoverer of the Brazil, not founder of the country of Brazil.
0: Also from her book. We had three Democratic parties, the party of Barack Obama, the party of Hillary Clinton and this week little and this week little vestige of a party led by Debbie Wasserman Schultz that was doing a very poor job of getting people who were not president elected, she said um, which is pretty interesting that they had you know those those factions she was dealing with. These three three Titanic egos, Barack, Hillary, and Debbie had stripped the party to a shell for their own purposes.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's she, what I've heard over and over again. So
0: she was trying to get various people elected. She found out that, that it was only about Hillary.
1: So there's this story that is the most amazing, like, tell-all, whistleblower, internal party story I've heard in 30 years.
0: Maybe ever for party politics. And this is the coverage it got, according to Howard Kurtz.
2: The charge that the Democratic primary process was rigged in Hillary Clinton's favor is an explosive story by any measure. But since Politico excerpted Donna Brazil's book yesterday, much of the mainstream media, which has exhaustively covered President Trump's battles with Republicans... Mr. President, I rise today to say enough. ...was strangely silent. It was nothing on NBC Nightly News, ABC's World News, or the CBS Evening News. Not a word in today's New York Times. Even as one of the party's leading liberals voices has been highly critical.
3: This is a real problem.
2: Do you agree with the notion that it was rigged?
3: Yes. See.
2: Other than interviews with Elizabeth Warren by CNN's Jake Tapper and MSNBC's Chuck Todd... It's really terrible. Those two cable news networks did very little with the story yesterday. The Washington Post ran an inside-the-paper piece on Democrats expressing outrage. President Trump gave news organizations another reason to jump on the story, ripping the I DNC on Twitter you know, and on Fox News.
3: Story. Now, I don't know if the mainstream fake media, because they are fake and phony, but I just don't know if they're going to pick
2: it up. But I want to tell you, that is a big story. But that hasn't broken through, even in a Trump-centric media universe where virtually everything this president does is news. And it's not that the losing candidate, still on her book tour, has dropped off the radar.
3: I'm not going anywhere. I walked in the woods. That was enough. I'm done with
2: that. (laughs) But on the Brazil bombshell, not so much. Television sometimes shies away from important stories that are too abstract or too complicated or lack a big name. But a leading Democrat saying the party unfairly gained the system for Hillary Clinton is just fascinating, but not, apparently, to all journalists.
0: How do you not agree with Trump about fake phony news when ABC, CBS, and NBC, and the New York Times didn't think it was a story at all? Not only not the lead story of the day, it's not even a 30 seconds after the second commercial break story. To say that Elizabeth Warren, probably the most important, uh, popular Democrat in America, oh, says, maybe maybe second most, <laughs> says her party
1: rigged the election, right, for one candidate. Right. That doesn't make the news. How very he... busy is the New York Times, check? There's so many stories. How incredible is that? It's mind blowing. And as he said, the, and of course everybody went wall to
0: wall with the. Who, who even knows who he is? Jeff Flake, senator from Arizona, being critical of President Trump. He that's was the innocent. most
1: famous man in America for 48 <laughs> yeah, hours. That's a yep. huge story. But
0: Elizabeth Warren, who is known by every Democrat, saying it was rigged, doesn't make the news. That's
1: mind-blowing. Well, it just, it, you know what? I thought I was cynical enough about the great uh, liberal media the godheads of our land. I'm astonished that the New York Times ignored it. It it's just it doesn't compute. It's impossible. It is impossible. It's <laughs> and such it a juicy gossipy story. Yeah. Well, and it's impactful. It matters. And it matters. Yeah. And it matters to the people that the New York Times kowtows to and caters to. You are telling me that, that? Well, it's all about enthusiasm. The bias. The great bias in media is for enthusiasm.
0: You think the millions? Uh, I don't. I don't even think that's right. It's got to be for protecting the brand or something, right? Because you're going to tell me the millions of Bernie voters out there wouldn't be enthusiastic to hear this story? They would have to. All that enthusiasm they put into those arenas, Mm -hmm. chanting Bernie's name, wouldn't find any there there with this story? ABC wanted to keep it from them. Well, that They're just are
1: down the story. I think the media outlets we've discussed—no need to rename them—are are definitely establishment Clinton Democrats. It's got to be, I guess. And they They're... don't want to weaken the party. They're not going to do a story, even I don't this know. Uh, one, this amazing. If it weakens the party, yeah. you just know what you're taking in while you're taking it in.
0: I agree. Even cynical me is surprised they didn't cover that because it's got everything you like in a story:
1: Trump reacting, conflict. Hey, but it's probably worth mentioning, Fox News went big on Flake criticizing Trump. And uh, what's his name? The other guy. And so uh, so who's fixed news now? That's amazing.
0: Yeah, it is so difficult to take in news in the modern era and figure out what the heck is going on. Yeah. Yep. They not only
1: like soft-pedaled it, they didn't cover it at all. That's just, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. If Donna Brazil had made it all up and there was no validity to it, that would be a huge story. So one of the leading lights of the Democrat party in the last 25 years has now evidently contracted some terrible mental illness and is now making up lies about her own party. That's a huge political story. So no matter where it goes, where it falls on the continuum of truth, the New York Times ought to have it on the front page.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's, I would like to hear one of their news directors explain why they didn't think that was a story. Oh,
1: if you like hearing bull-ass, ask well, them. Yeah, Jack. More importantly, here's a 53 year old woman, Florida woman, of course. She's blown a point point one six one, so it's a little more than double a point oh eight to drive. Or or Thursday night in my case. Well, right <laughs> Thursday. You wait till Thursday, pussy. <laughs> So she decides I'm not going to drive. Instead, I'll, uh, I'll ride old Bessie. And she jumps on her horse to go home from the bar and has been charged with DUI or animal neglect oh, and animal neglect for endangering and failing to provide proper protection for her horse. Because she was trotting along on the side of the road on a busy road. Now, that's shame. She's been arrested. Uh, oh, oh, this gal is uh not living a very good lifestyle. But here's my question. She has a look. She got the face that's like sitting too far on her head and an underbite, so her jaw juts out a little bit. She's got the squinty look. She looks a little mannish. Her lips are a little weird. Is, What's with all a, the uh,
0: physical commentary?
1: Well, uh, normally, normally you traffic in that sort of childish idiocy. That's an ad I, hominem attack. I will, oh, clearly it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go after people's appearances. But tell me, this isn't the mugshot of every, like, 50 to 70-year-old felonious drunk Florida woman.
0: Yeah. That's 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 the sort of woman. Like if I if I ran the country, you would arrest her preemptively. You can tell she's either committed a crime or about to. Right? If, I, if I put on that mask at yeah. a Halloween costume, be like, "Oh, you're a drunk Floridian." Yeah. Like,
1: Marshall, look at People that girl. Jeez, oh, isn't she a type? Oh yeah, oh most definitely. So is that like genetic, or does your lifestyle make your face go lower on your skull and your jaw grow out and you get that squinty look and a weird lip? And <laughs> <Yeah>, she's <laughs> handsome. Hey, you woman, can't yes. tell me what to do. Is it from making that face that your jaw goes out and you get the underbite? Oh. I see, why don't you mind your own effing business? I, I think maybe you grow into it. Riding a horse drunk still short
0: of the all-time best country legend George Jones being arrested on a riding mower drunk
1: going down the road. That's the way you do it. Riding more. (laughs) Is the horse okay? Are the motorists okay? Let old drunky drunkerson trot on home and sleep it off. I thought this was America.
2: I thought this was America.
0: (laughs) What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips?
3: I got to do it. I got an update on the terrible Texas church shooting. Disgraced Congressman Anthony Weiner heading to the Slammer today. And we've got the latest in audio hypnosis. What was old is new again.
0: Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. No new news on Rand Paul getting beaten half to death. I've not seen anything. There's what is going on there? Something happening yes. there.
1: And there's $20 at stake. If you're just tuning in, we'll explain. Because I think it was... Yeah. Stay
0: tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show.
1: But I said no, 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 I said no, no, you're
0: not the one.
1: Hey, uh, what's going on? Welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Thank you for tuning in. You know, we're often
0: talking about what's a headline in your house. Yeah. Because the headline in your house is regularly not what everybody's talking about, right? Sure, right. In this case, the headline in my house is somehow the flu got in our house and everybody's been sick for Uh, like a week. And it just dominates the house. People vomiting, fevers, missing school, that whole thing. Oh, when will it end? spring. Boy, and trying not to catch something when you got people right. throwing up on you. Right. <laughs> oh, mean, boy. Just, right. is there, should you should even try, or should you just have a bowl full and get it over with? <laughs>
1: you know, if you can reduce your chances from 90 to 80% chance you get it, mm-hmm. why not? Something I've observed from my friends who have children, they have an innate ability to turn
0: directly into the face oh. of the parent <laughs> right oh, when oh, they yeah. sneeze or cough. Oh, oh, right. yeah, it's amazing. Right. It's amazing. And like catch you when you're in the middle of a yawn, like right in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> a weaponized child. <laughs> Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Now,
3: Texas authorities say the gunman who carried out the mass shooting at that Texas church was in a conflict with his mother-in-law. Freeman Martin of the Texas Department of Public Safety said the shooting suspect had been sending threatening texts to his mother-in-law, who was a member of the church's congregation. She was not in church yesterday.
1: Now, I got a question for you. Do y'all think I'm kidding or are you unwilling to go along with? Instead of the name, the shooter, the assailant, always refer to them as the stupid, angry coward. Fine with me. I've I've actively made sure I don't
0: learn the names of these people anymore. I don't know the name of the guy in Vegas, and I'm never going to learn it. I don't want to know their names I used to be into, like, knowing the names of the worst people and stuff. From
1: the psychology or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: no, no more. I don't want to know the name, and I'm not passing it around. I'm
1: serious. I th- as long as my name is on this radio show, I want the term stupid, angry, coward used for all of these people.
0: The official designation.
1: I'm I'm all for it. All right. Changing gears, what we're going to take a look at. Is... Would that be too close to editorializing for you, Marshall? I Given just... your time honored, time honoredness in uh, the news business, the acronym, perhaps. Well, I don't know. Do you want more shootings? Um, oh, wow, oh, that's fair. Oh, um,
0: hey, before you move on, we got it. We got We got a. Spell out this Rand Paul bet oh, for right. people. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. right, 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 right. So Rand Paul yeah. took a hell of a beat down from his neighbor, right, in his super high end neighborhood.
1: Five broken ribs, several of them separated, uh-huh. bruised lung could have easily been a punctured lung. Life. I threat. broke
2: six ribs. He's
1: Still at terrible risk of pneumonia now for a very long right. time because he can barely breathe, etc. Attacked at his own on his own property right. while he was mowing the lawn by a fellow doctor. Now, we've eliminated politics. Right. Neither Jack yeah. nor I think it's a political thing. No. It's clearly a personal beef. Yes. Your opinion is it's some sort of significant interpersonal conflict. Somebody was sweating on somebody's wife. Maybe over a woman. <laughs> I say it is specifically a lawn care related beef. And you think it's it's when he's mowing and blowing or when he's not or where he blew something or it annoys- it he was he was attacked while mowing. Yeah. And my my uh, allegation is that it it was specifically related to Lawn care.
0: So you think it's a landscaping involved violent attack with I, the variable of uh, a hangover? <laughs> <laughs>
2: could, well, yeah, well
1: that's down. no, that's not part of the bet, Sean. Stay okay. out of this. Okay. <laughs> okay. And not only do I think that, but my friend Andrew effing Jackson <laughs> oh, thinks it was lawn care related. That. Twenty U.S. dollars, uh-huh. sir.
0: Uh-huh. The reason I'm leaning the direction <laughs> yeah. I am is the way both sides are keeping it quiet. Yeah. If you're if if you're on the side of a beaten down Rand Paul. Somehow news gets out. Rand was at my wife with with was with, with my wife. That's what happened. That that leaks out, wouldn't it? Found a little yeah. tuft of the curly hair. He's like, I know where that <laughs> hair is from. Or or you keep that sort of thing quiet. Right. Any other? He um I don't know. He's been screwing me in a land dispute or something. I don't know. But I think it's personal. I think it's
3: crabgrass. He had crabgrass on his lawn. It was spreading into his neighbor's lawn. That will make you to
1: weed <laughs> and feed. <laughs> hey, mind your own business, home. What Would you call me?
3: Uh, I'm telling you, a U.S. senator beaten half to death. I got another question for you. Where was the senator's uh, security? Where are the probably people? Probably doesn't who have are- any.
2: What?
0: Probably Ed. does a U.S. senator need security in a, a gated, uh, high-end I would community? i got a hothead
1: it, neighbor. He was going to fly back to D.C. at noon, so yeah. he started blowing leaves at 7 a.m.
0: <laughs> Which will make you mad, Hell yeah, it If will. you're, as Sean mentioned, hungover.
3: Anyway, <laughs> the the suspect, the neighbor, is now That's out on bail. It.
0: You think to yourself. <laughs> And you start running across your lawn. <laughs> Rand's got his back to you, and you just
1: dive toward him. Over the head. You just put right a shoulder into his right back. into his ribs. Ah, crack, 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 crack. And he broke five ribs. I um, broke six ribs. Oh, that's one more, Arnold.
3: Anyway, the neighbor is now out on
1: $75,000 bail. So he's roaming through the neighborhood now. So they granted him bail. Yeah. That's, so. interesting. yeah. that's
2: interesting.
1: That's interesting. Because if you physically attack a United States senator for anything that could be an ongoing threat they're not going to let you out
3: former congressman anthony weiner has started his 21-month prison sentence for his illicit online contact with a 15-year-old girl the bureau of prisons say he reported to the federal medical center in massachusetts this morning and at least he will eat well tmz got a preview of what his first meals behind bar will bars will be like the breakfast choices today oatmeal coffee cake Or wheat toast with jelly. And for lunch, he can chow down on cheese pizza, spaghetti, and a garden salad.
0: What an interesting development for that dude. There's a guy, I guarantee you, because I followed him on the cable news shows for years, who thought he was going to be president someday. He thought he was on that track. I I guarantee you.
1: At the very least, a multiple term mayor of New York City.
0: Or yeah, or the least. But uh, now he's in prison as a sex perv.
3: Quick note: Vinyl records surging in popularity, as you know, over the last few years among the vintage-obsessed millennials, and now cassette
0: tapes are making their own
3: huge comeback. Wow! Oh now that's
0: surprising to me. The 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 um the phonograph, the record player. Yes. I understand why that makes a comeback because they sound fantastic. Yep. Um, and, and there's something cool about how just you know how they work. Mm-hmm. Cassettes, they they sucked at the time. The good ones were pretty good. I was going to say had to get the metal pretty kinda. good. Yeah. Yeah, I never liked cassettes. Cassette sales
3: soar by 74%. A whole bunch of current artists putting out music on cassettes. Cassettes, versions of classic albums. Are All being, you lack is
1: something to play them on. Are being re
3: released. Ah, oh, come on. The hardware will follow. Anyway, it's a mixture of, you know, nostalgia and also. Some audiophiles will say cassettes just sound better
0: than CDs or streaming. I do not believe cassettes sound better. Then
1: ah. CDs, if it's a good cassette, yes, they do. No. Absolutely, yeah. they do. It's yeah. science. There is science. Are you arguing with science? Yeah. Science says. Because um. <laughs> science <laughs> is one thing.
0: How about when you're listening to your favorite cassette and it goes, and the tape starts starts (laughs) streaming out the bottom of the thing? That's because you
3: weren't cleaning your heads. (laughs) That's That's why. Let (laughs) me see your heads. (laughs) That's your news. I'm Marshall
0: Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Were they recorded in Dolby? (laughs) (laughs) Doubly, doubly, doubly. Um.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Nostalgia wears me out.
1: No kidding. I long for a day before nostalgia. Those were the days. Those were good times.
0: Um, uh, the petering out coming up on Armstrong and Getty.
2: Papadopoulos was in London, meeting with his Russian connections, including a woman he
3: thought was Vladimir Putin's niece, but turns out was not.
2: That's right. We are now living in an era where the top New York Times headline could conceivably have been Shades McCool got catfished by a fake Putin niece.
0: <laughs> Shades McCool. <laughs> nice. Uh, Welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show. On the whole fake Russian thing... Putin niece. What
1: about the Putin call?
0: How about this? Didn't get a lot of attention if If you try to drop a news bombshell on a day where there's a mass shooting, you don't nothing's nothing's going to get out but um Senator Lindsey Graham said the Justice Department should appoint another special counsel to investigate Hillary Clinton for her Russian ties. I think we need a special counsel to investigate the fusion and GPS episode between the Democratic Party, Mr. Steele, and the Russian operatives.
1: Wow. Now, there are those, and I know this because they send us emails every day that are absolutely certain that Mueller and Comey and, and Eric Holder and Loretta Lynch are all in on the, the Clinton machine covering Obama, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and Mueller cannot be trusted. I have a feeling that Fusion GPS, consorting with the Russians thing, is going to come out in the Mueller investigation. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it's going if to be it, part of it. If it doesn't, God help this country, because there is going to be bitter, bitter cynicism and resentment uh, flowing through the streets. Yeah, I think it'll and be part be. of
0: it. <clears throat> it'll be part of that, and you won't need a different special counsel. Um
1: Tony Podesta says he quit his own company because uh, there are scurrilous accusations, and I don't want to be a distraction. You know what? If there are fake accusations, Tony, you'd be at your desk doing what you're doing today. I have a feeling. And
3: now, final thoughts from Armstrong and Getty.
0: (laughs) I just want that guy to follow me around. Here's your host, Joe Getty.
1: And now, Jack will go... To the grocery store. <laughs> Let's get a final thought from everybody. Michelangelo, what's your final thought? Oh yeah, today Marshall talked
3: about cassettes making a comeback, and I just want to tell Marshall for him to hold on to that telegraph machine because it's gonna make a comeback at some point.
1: <laughs> there uh, you go. Uh, dots and dashes, Marsh. You remember those days, I right? Dots and dashes. What's your final thought,
3: Marsh? Did, 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 <laughs>
0: That
1: was it. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know Morse code, that's your problem. That's right. Positive Sean, your final
0: thought. Yes, tonight I'm uh, I'm actually doing something pretty fun. If you're if you're tired of only hearing my voice and you want to see my face go along with it, I'm going to be co-hosting a live cash poker game. I'll be tweeting out the uh, the link that you can watch it from from my Twitter account or the Armstrong and Getty Facebook page. I'd love it if you stop by later tonight at seven o'clock.
1: All right, fantastic, Jack. Your final thought. Okay, I'm
0: going to anger people, and Joe's going to get to get all these emails. Oh boy. So the scumbag filled out the uh, paperwork to buy a gun, and he lied when checking the box to indicate he didn't have a disqualifying criminal history, which he did. We either got to eliminate those questions or have a way to verify them. Just counting on people's honesty to fill that paperwork out seems stupid.
1: Stupid angry coward. Uh, Speaking of uh, objectionable people, we didn't have time to get to this today, but Kevin Spacey is unquestionably a boy groper. More young men or men coming forward talking about when they were teenagers, etc. He was a crotch grabber and a thigh stroker and a predator. No question. He's done. From one of the biggest stars to now being done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's done.
0: Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So
1: many people who thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. You can get our contact information there on social media links like uh, Sean was talking about. We'd love to hear from you.
0: We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America.
2: This is... uh
3: And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done.
1: Thank you, and good night.
3: <laughs> and the show's over. What? Bye-bye.
2: So my new name is Love, a.k.a. Brother Love.
1: Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.